everybody. This week we talk all about the movie theater business, films direct to stream, and we settle the age-old debate, Marvel versus DC, once and for all. This is the Party Up Podcast. Transmission. Oh. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of the Party Up Podcast for the year 2021. I'm, of course, your host, Derek Bigmosh, and with me, as always, the beautifully bearded Mr. John Donadio. What's going on, John? What's going on, my dude? Nothing much, man. And also with us, as always, the also beautifully goateed gentleman, Mr. Jordan Seven of Seven TV, what's going on, man? <laughs> I love my Game Boy so oh, fucking much. Oh man, that's fantastic! <laughs> it actually came through very well. That was great. Nice, um, guys. Here we are, the first episode of 2021. Yes, happy yes, new everything's year. Everything's back to normal. Happy COVID is gone. <laughs> Oh, oh, racism. Spotlight again. racism has been solved oh my god yes. all, beca- <laughs> all because it was midnight last month yeah <laughs> yeah all because we uh celebrated the another rotation of the earth around the sun Indeed. uh yeah 2021 man it's uh it's here wow. we're in it it's the first Jesus. episode and we're excited to future. be here. It's the future. Future. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to take a quick second to thank everybody that has been listening throughout the year of 2020 and before that, and now following us into the new year. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. We are super excited for everything we have planned coming up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, just so much stuff going on. Just so you guys know, so you guys can keep track of all the stuff we're going to be releasing very soon. Uh, make sure you find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Party Up Tweets, on Instagram at The Party Up Podcast. And of course, you can search for us on Facebook by typing up Party Up Podcast. We have a page and a group that you can join. So make sure you do that because, if you have been listening, you know we have a lot of stuff on the horizon. A new YouTube channel is about mm. to be released. I am currently in the works of editing a bunch of stuff that we have, uh, both audio and video content. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked for it, man. We have a bunch of uh, crazy ideas uh, for the oh, yeah. future. And one of them, I do want to start off by saying, uh, so... <laughs> Before the holidays, we had given ourselves uh, a bit of a a goal to reach of 50,000 listens by the end of the year. Oh, right. right. Um, We unfortunately just got super busy. We didn't really give ourselves the proper tools to achieve that goal. Um, So we kind of fell short. So with that, John was going to offer his body to the spi- spicy ramen gods and do the spicy ramen challenge. Um, <laughs> we, so we didn't hit the goal. So now, since we didn't give ourselves that chance, now we got to oh, face punishment. the punishments. Yes, as punishment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, all three of us 
are going, going to, do to do the spicy ramen <laughs> challenge. So Cut back uh, to- let me ask you a question. <laughs> Uh, we we also we decided that we were gonna do three different types. Like I had bought a a specific one for the challenge, um, but then we decided maybe if we do different types, it would be funnier somehow. You know what I mean? Like because it would be the three of us experiencing three different heats. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah. Um, so I think that I think that's what we're gonna end up doing. If yeah. I, yes. correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but yeah, okay. I'm just gonna look up just spicy ramen challenge and just whatever comes up whatever brand it is i'm just gonna amazon yeah, go it and try and find and it and i'm just yeah. gonna try and find it and just try honestly to go if you just if you just make sure you wear your mask but walk into h mart or you know or something like that <laughs> uh, just yeah. like, like an asian supermarket now you're uh somewhere where there's probably a lot of asian supermarkets so just yeah. go in one find yeah, yeah. A spicy ramen container, one with probably a rooster on it that's throwing up fire or something. <laughs> with a rooster on or, it. Or Hello Kitty with some kind of pepper in her hand or something, you yeah. know? Like, but the yeah, thing yeah. is, too, as we were talking about these brands of the spicy challenge and everything, I was thinking, okay, I got to go on, like, Amazon and find, like, a packet of whatever. This isn't an obscure thing. Like, I got my no. my brand of it, which, was, which had three different types of heat. I bought the upper two. So I bought the full heat, like Magna Nova one, (laughs) and then like one below it, which is like two peppers instead of three. And I found them in a fucking shop, right? Oh, dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I made sure that uh, the ingredients on on the spices in mine had like ghost chili and like, uh, you know, all the, the real like spicy bullshit that like people intake and like basically cry You're going to be in fucking pain. Yeah, no, like, I went hardcore on mine. Oh, I didn't man. even, I yeah. like no holds barred on mine. Mine are, mine are, I'm going to die, I think, probably. But, <laughs> or at least yeah. poop my brains out. Oh, my God. That's, see, that's, <laughs> that's the thing I'm, I'm most afraid of isn't necessarily the, the heat of the moment, for lack of a better mm. term. Uh, <laughs> it's the after effect. It's the, okay, I managed to survive this. I'm sweating. My mouth hurts. And then it's going to be the volcanic eruption that occurs in my pants. That's that's the part I'm afraid of. The night after. Yeah, and yet you still want to do the hot pocket challenge. Well, (laughs) yeah, fuck you. You know what it is? That's different. You think you're going to poop your brains out with with the ramen challenge? That's that's completely different. (laughs) Since since you mentioned it to the listeners, now that uh, we brought it up, let's talk about (laughs) it. Now that you brought it up, uh, so we have a conversation recorded about (laughs) that. Jordan, you know, asked us how many hot pockets could we do? Do we think that we could eat? So we had this conversation, and you guys are going to be able to listen to it on the YouTube channel once it's released to get full details again by following us on our social media sites um but we have this conversation and now because of that and when i re-listened to it i kind of was just like why don't i actually try to see how many i can eat and i looked up the record and i looked up who holds it and all this other stuff so when that episode gets released on the youtube's uh, there will be follow-up information because I 100% thoroughly plan on putting myself through a hot pocket challenge. This is a bad idea. And such a bad listen, idea. I have never received more negative feedback on something ever in my life. Bro. Yeah. 
ever. No. Now, mind you, I grew up living in the era of jackass, and I have done some ridiculous <laughs> shit for the sake oh, of laughs. God, yeah. yeah. Sure. I have never received more than, like, my wife alone was just like, you're not, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Don't you're do yourself. it. And everyone else is just like, do you have life insurance because you're going to have a coronary? And yeah. I'm just like, now this just makes me want to do it more. So. Okay. So here, here's, and here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think you will die. I think that but you will, you will not live well and have <laughs> a very bad well. stomachache. <laughs> right really 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 bad stomach ache right it's not gonna go well for you that's for sure right no. exactly um but i also think that uh and river said this as well like you're gonna have a bad time afterwards especially yeah and you are just gonna be like miserable for days and maybe that's worth it to you but it is not to us and we don't want to see you tortured like that listen i am going in <laughs> with the mentality that i still have the iron stomach that i had 10 years ago that's that's what I'm going in. Thinking. I just, I just want to say right now, honestly. First of all, when I'm the one who's throwing out like the responsibility and the risk factor, <laughs> if I'm the one who's doing that, that's a fucking issue. And oh, second of all, I love how that of the three of us, the one with a wife and children <laughs> wants to fucking do this, like. As if you could just be throwing caution to the wind like that anymore, Derek. <laughs> like, that's I not mean, a thing. Uh, listen, listen. Not jumping off a roof, but like, <laughs> but, uh, just like. It's not, the, it's not the family guy pushed me off a shopping cart, you know, pushed me off a roof with a shopping cart and he breaks his neck, you know. It's, <laughs> I'm eating 37 Hot Pockets, which is ridiculous. Well, no, but... it's not 37. The record is 34. So. Okay, so you would have to eat at least 35. I'm aiming for 40. <laughs> oh, why why wouldn't you just aim for one more yeah. You'll because one more is easily one. breakable if you do if you do five more mm-hmm. uh, see john gets it john understands the big brain moves that are happening right now but i'm thinking All about right. your well, i think listen, it's stupid listen, but i we, get it <laughs> we will come back to this conversation yes okay when the episode gets posted and we will we will dive <laughs> further into this. There's I'm not just going to do it. I'm not just going to be like, you know, you don't you don't get into a situation without doing some stretching first, knowing your situation, knowing what you're getting into. You got to know the opponent. OK, OK, you got to know the <laughs> opponent. I am going into this with <laughs> a ridiculous set of training that uh, <laughs> that everyone will will see everything's going to get posted trust me guys i know i know what i'm doing here i know where I i'm going to go with this i need derek in a hot pocket eating training montage <laughs> now to, right? to of, of course to the rocky theme <laughs> Of course, and it's just him. Food. It's just him eating cheese and pepperoni yeah. and bread and like <laughs> separate. Like, oh, uh, he's in a classroom. <laughs> he's in a classroom studying the logistics of the hot pocket, <laughs> like looking at the ingredients list, going like, "Yeah," <laughs> just shaking his head, <laughs> just shaking his head to it. It's a motherfucking montage. You, you see him like you, you see him going through the like the the, the supermarket, looking at the, the different boxes, like throwing a ham and cheese away, like, like throwing a pepper. Pepperoni away. You know? He's like, punching a giant hot pocket as a punching bag that's descended from a, from a hook. He's just boxing a giant hot pocket. And his wife is on the back holding the hot pocket. 
<laughs> yeah. Punching yeah. bag yeah, covered in hot pockets. Like, yeah, like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the day of the event, people are going to stand behind me with signs that say, don't die. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this. Don't, don't do, do this. It's not worth You're it. You're going to fail. <laughs> we love you. Please. We love you. <laughs> You're going to see you me. You don't have health insurance. <laughs> You're going to gonna see me in that crowd with a sign that says, I take over for the show once he's dead. <laughs> It says bullshit with an arrow toy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. I get it. I get it. Okay. We'll we'll come back to this conversation, all right? We will. We are. Sure we will. will. We will we will get back into this in the future. But let's let's get into uh our weeks. Uh John, how was how was your week? How was your New Year's? Uh you know, what did you do anything special? How you been? Yes. So, uh, New Year's was, New Year's was good. Um, River and I hung out and, um, we, uh, was, we, we were able to, uh, you know, ring in the New Year together and stuff, which was, which was very nice. Um, we watched the movie and we hung out, we watched the ball drop and, you know, normal, typical stuff. It sucked to not like actually be with people. Um, but again, like her sister just had uh, a baby, so we're we're trying to be good about you know keeping the quarantine life, you know. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's uh, but it's been been a lot of fun. And then we went to Storm King Mountain in New York. Um, oh, let's go. Which is a great name for a mountain, by the way. Um, and we <laughs> did like a pretty intense hike. It was like I mean, I really I didn't struggle as much as I thought I would. Uh, but I definitely had some issues. I mean, I was breathing hard uh, for a lot of it. I mean, it's a lot of really steep uphill climbing on rocks to get to like the next part of the trail. Like, yeah. Uh, but we had, a, I mean, we had a blast. I got some really good <laughs> pictures out of it. Um, I love how John's over here conquering Everest after losing 30 pounds. And I'm like, I'm going to eat my body weight in hot pockets. Let's go, America. Woo! Well, like, Please don't do this. 2021. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, uh, we really got to have a good time. Um, and, uh, you know, oh my God. Okay. So we're up there. Right. And we, we took some pictures and we're like, oh, you know what? Let's do one of the other legs of the, of the hill or mountain or whatever. I don't know. I mean, this shit almost killed me. Like straight (laughs) up, basically straight up on climbing on rocks to get, I mean, it was great. It felt awesome uh, when we got to the top of that, but we're sitting there. We brought some, uh, we brought some coffee with us and we sat down on the top of the rock and we're just watching down, you know, the, the trail and people walking by and stuff. And this one dude, he, he's walking a little slow and he's walking through the little area that we were kind of sitting on top of and watching. Um, and he stops and he's looking around and whatever. And he looks back and he keeps looking back. And he finally, finally something he's like, Oh, cause some people bring their dogs on the trail. So he must've been waiting for a dog. And I, and I, you know, start hitting river. Cause I can see what's coming. He brought a cat with him. He had a cat <laughs> that followed him up the mountain. That's amazing. And he also had a, like his backpack had one of those like, you know, bubbles like the space backpacks for cats, oh, yeah. so that they could like whatever. But he let the cat out, and the cat would follow him up the trail. It That's was amazing. wild. Yeah, dude, I was like, oh my god, that is. So-. I was like, I was like, it's a cat, it's a cat, it's a cat, it's a cat. <laughs> hey, look, it's a cat, honey. Are you are you She's seeing like, I this? See it's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you understand that it's a cat. I don't think it's you get cat. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So that's wow. what I did over the over the weekend. Nice. And then today we did like literally like 
nothing. Right. <laughs> like, we were just like, Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, honestly, like, when it came to New Year's, I didn't do really much. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, to let the listeners know a little insight here, so, we originally planned, and and to you guys, we kept to that word, that we were going to come back in the new year. We are going to give ourselves a week with the, the, the Christmas vacation and then New Year's to kind of take a week off, enjoy vacation, and come back and do the episode, which we're doing now. Um, somewhere in between that, we said, you know what? Why bother skipping a week? We really enjoyed coming back and doing the show. Let's re- record one before New Year's, and uh, and then we can go ahead and talk about how our Christmas went. We did that. We did record it, but as... Any, uh, well, as you will find out, because I'm going to have to end up posting that on the YouTube as a bonus episode, uh, <sighs> my family recently acquired a brand new puppy yeah. for, for Christmas. <laughs> and you're going to hear the hilarious story of my kid's reaction to said puppy uh, <laughs> when that episode hits the YouTube. I'm going to tell you something, right? You guys are really going to enjoy that one. Um, but, you know, listen, the dog is... Uh, beautiful dog, fantastic. He's been great so far, but he's a two-month-old puppy. Yeah. So I'm on puppy duty more or less because uh, I'm not really working right now. My wife, luckily, is still kind of working, um, but when she's not home, I have to be home, uh, make sure that the puppy gets taken out, everything like that, blah, blah, blah. So for New Year's, she was lucky enough where she could still go out work. Even though like places closed at ten, they uh they actually she went to go work at the bar, and they rung in the New Year for Brazil because it was a, t- a different time zone. So at <laughs> yeah, at, at yeah. like nine thirty or whatever, like they rang in or nine o'clock at uh, nine o'clock, uh, they rang in the New Year for like a whole other place. Uh, so by ten they were closed, and she was on the way home. Um, we had uh, one or two friends over that we've been seeing, uh, co- you know, on a consistent basis, and everyone's been playing it safe and stuff. So we know everyone that that, that was hanging out was okay to to hang out. And um, I'm telling you, man, with being being on puppy duty is just has been so fucking exhausting. This motherfucker is just like wants to chew on everything. Today, today especially, like he's been, he's been good. I don't want to make it sound like he's been like an obnoxious pain in the ass, but today he was an obnoxious pain in the ass. Um, which is, you know, which is fine. They're gonna have their days. He's a puppy, but you know, it just, it's just tiring keeping up with him, and it's literally like having another fucking baby. And it's, (laughs) it's just, it's just, I'm, oh my god, I'm over it right now. Uh, My wife's home for the next couple of days. She has no work. So I'm finally going to be able to sit down at my computer and get shit done. So that bo- that episode we recorded never got edited because I I, c- I can't my my workstation is downstairs and I can't come downstairs and bring the puppy down here. He's got to stay upstairs. He's got to be watched. Right. You know, and right. I, I love my kids to death, but they don't know how to fucking handle a puppy yet. They're still learning how to like, you know, yeah, keep them yeah. away from <laughs> things and stuff like that. Yeah. He'll chew on something. He'll be like, oh, how cute. And be like, hey, that's my PlayStation remote. Maybe you shouldn't let him chew on that. You know, like things like that. <laughs> Damn it. So, you know, it's just, it's just been super crazy this past couple of days. Uh, New Year's, I was exhausted. Like we, like I said, we had a couple of people stay, uh, come over and, uh, it was like, maybe like four in the afternoon and I was like, I gotta stay up till fucking twelve to watch the fucking ball drop. Like I don't wanna do this shit. <laughs> I don't wanna do this. What is why 
what why is this a thing anymore like who cares anymore like i i've slowly turned into one of those people right that's just yeah. like i don't give my balls dropped when i was 12 i don't care about <laughs> balls dropping anymore i'm over it <laughs> i don't care anymore nothing's gonna change tomorrow the only thing that changes is the date that's it everything else just stays the fucking same like i'm completely a full old ass man when it comes to new year's now i'm just like i don't care the only thing i care about is whether or not my wife makes money at her job and if she can come home in time so that this way you know give her a kiss at 12 o'clock and say all right good night i'm going to bed that's it that's all i care about but i had to i had to stay up you know, uh, I had to try That's to have you fun. Had people over. That was yeah, your, I know. That yeah, was I was. It, it was so funny because I kept asking my wife, "What time are they coming? What time are they coming? <laughs> what time are they coming again?" Because I really, I don't know if, how long I can last with all this shit. Right. But well, I made it through. We saw the ball drop. Uh, we all hung out, and then basically the next day, New Year's Day, we all didn't do anything. We all sat on the couch together. Uh, we ended up falling asleep for the majority of the day. Uh, puppy was, you know, actually acting very good. Um, so in the t- times in between us all taking naps, uh, the puppy would take a nap with us and then we'd take him out. Uh, we had, uh, leftover Taco Bell for breakfast. We had Popeye's chicken for, for late lunch dinner. That's and we great. didn't do anything. We didn't do fucking a goddamn thing. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was pretty much my my whole New Year's. And then the days since really haven't done much, man. Um, uh, the only thing we did manage to do was uh, was catch a catch a film or two. And Jordan, I know that uh, not not including your New Year's stuff, you also caught a film or two. Uh, but how was your New Year's? What did you do? Did you do anything yeah. uh, anything fun? It was pretty. This is my first year actually. Ball drop. Um, like you said, it's been it's been it, 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 that age is kind of creeping up on you, where you're just like, this isn't a necessity, you know, like whatever. <laughs> um, my girlfriend Amy and I, she just there and watched me play Final Fantasy VII, and it was not. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't do a fucking thing. We really didn't. And I'm and I'm fine with that. Like. Right. We were good. We watched a little bit of Post Malone. Um, he did a live show for Budweiser, and I fucking am in love with him. So, watched <laughs> a little bit of that. But um, it's been very chill for me. Otherwise, like my week has been really good because my home is so fucking quiet right now. I right. live. <clears throat> I live in my place with my siblings, and you know they've been out of town and everything. So I've kind of had the place like to myself and everything, and. Um, it's just been great, man. It's just so silent. But my sister, as of like five hours ago, just got proposed to by her boyfriend. So now hey, nice. first one of our family who's fucking getting married out of all five of our siblings because I'm not doing it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Amy and I also watched uh, Soul this week. And I got to fucking say, I fell the fucking love with this movie specifically very specifically in in terms of i'm not spoiling anything for you guys but i will say as a creator and as like a photographer like as a person who does like artistic type stuff and i know the two of you can attest to this as well this movie's message about what you want to do and be with the rest of your life and also following 
your dreams and your quote unquote purpose and like what you're mm-hmm. on this planet for. It's got such a fucking beautiful message for that. Yeah. Aside from the, aside from the um, artistic decisions they made and a lot of the, um, you know, I love the effects of this movie and everything. Pixar always seems to like outdo themselves with each iteration, but also simultaneously make you feel that deep emotion type shit. Yeah. And that's what me- that's what meant the most to me. And soul really it's quickly i'm gonna watch it one more time maybe tomorrow but it's quickly becoming one of my top top disney pixar movies of all time yeah man i uh i also managed to catch soul and uh the kids were really interested in seeing it they saw they got you know there was a new film coming out and everything like that um i always love the pixar stuff and they always uh have some you know something uh of value when you watch the stuff and yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was really fucking something, man. When it comes to mm-hmm. the whole idea of life and death and purpose and stuff like that, you don't, you know, I think the last time we, um, we, we got into a serious conversation about those topics was when we saw the Midnight Gospel. And, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. this honestly, like, it, it's, it's not Midnight Gospel, but it's definitely a close second when it comes to, <laughs> well, uh, nothing can be Midnight yeah, Gospel. Yeah, exactly. Think. But, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's, it's a good second place contender for, uh, being able to touch on these subjects in a, in a, in a, in a way that, you know, not just adults, but children kind of like can, can understand. Fun. And, uh, it was definitely a beautiful film, man. I really enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, I, I might give it a second watch over myself. Um, yo, let's watch it together, dude. Like they have that Disney <laughs> plus fucking stream share thing. Oh, now yeah. let's watch it together. I'm not kidding. Yeah, let's, let's all cry in front of each other while we're on discord <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? Let me ask you guys a question then. Okay. Um, talking, talking about this kind of stuff. Do you think, um, do you miss going to the movies when you can do this? <laughs> you know, I was actually I was actually going to bring up that point as well because I also saw um Wonder Woman uh 1984 and uh right. I, talking to a friend today because I, I I enjoyed the film and I saw the internet completely shit on this and call it a dumpster fire and all this other crazy nonsense but yeah. I I felt like I was missing something cuz people I thought would have enjoyed that film um ended up saying that they didn't enjoy it and i and i felt like i was missing something and i'm gonna get into that a little later um but yeah with with me seeing wonder woman 1984 and watching soul on disney plus and then i think uh was it wonder woman came out on uh hbo max i i don't know man i don't know if i can honestly say that i miss going to the movie theater because so 2020 really saw a a vast amount of change You know, typically you Mm -hmm. see changes happening as the new year gets ushered in. And throughout 2020, changes were happening left and right. And one of the biggest changes is the fact that movie theaters shut down completely. Not even a thought, not even a thing that you can do. For the most part. There are still some that are open. Right, yeah. But I mean, quantity and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's not the movie-going experience that we're all used to well right yes right uh-huh. and after seeing soul and after watching wonder woman on these streaming services yeah i mean to, to be completely honest in answering your question john i don't i don't care for see, going to the movies anymore 
Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like what uh, what what am I really missing out on? Overpriced snacks, which I never really paid for in the first place because I would just sneak the shit in. You Everyone, know? Does, yeah. Everyone does. Everyone does. And uh, and what? I got to sit there with a bunch of fucking strangers to watch. I can just keep cuddled on the couch with my family or my friends. Oh, you mean you don't you don't miss the interjections of people laughing or clapping at the end of a movie or saying, yeah. you know, like talking to the movie screen like they're in their own living room? <laughs> you don't miss when the next big like fucking, let's say, Avengers Endgame comes out and I can't hear any of the fucking dialogue because everybody's been so hype about this movie that every five seconds they're either clapping or laughing so i don't know what the fuck everybody's saying because every (laughs) single time a character comes on screen that we've seen a million times we have to fucking explode in applause yeah (laughs) we knew black panther was going to be in the movie why the fuck are we clapping about it let me tell you something right now it's a very tiny jordan didn't miss going to the movie theater but go on tiny tiny (laughs) tangent yeah this goes into my answer yeah this goes into my way of answering Avengers Endgame, let me tell y'all something right now. It was a very difficult movie to go see because like everyone in the world basically was going to go see it. We all know that. This is this was this ended up being one of my worst like movie experiences because overall, um one of the theaters near me got like this like release at like 2 a.m. and tickets like just went on sale. And then I bought one and I was like, okay, at two in the morning, I'm gonna fucking leave work because I worked the night shift at the time and I'm gonna go straight from work still in my fucking uniform to go watch Endgame. and i right. did that and you would think at a two at the two in the morning showing everybody isn't going to be a fucking asshole <laughs> that being said though i was let me tell y'all something right now oh man i must have been in this theater with some of marvel's biggest fans <laughs> because they were they were screaming and yelling as if they made the movie and were well, super uh, proud of their work. Like, right. Here's the, here's the thing. I think the one the one that you went to go see because it's a two in the morning movie is mostly made up of teenagers or sweaty nerds, and that's it, right? Basic. Yeah. A lot of young, a lot of people in their twenties, a lot of dudes yeah. in their twenties going together. On your part. <laughs> and, and 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 also one of go on like a Tuesday afternoon when it's just old people. You know? And yeah. also it was the first showing yeah. of this movie oh, yeah. in yeah. my you know local area because it was two in the morning. Mm-mm. So whatever. But um, you know, it just I, I don't miss. <laughs> it's like John said. You don't need a lot of people. This argument has gone on for ages. You don't need to react to shit. You paid for a movie, granted. But you didn't pay their... See, this is always the argument I use whenever people try to say the customer is always right. The customer is not always right. The customer, Amen. more often than not, is a fucking piece of There's shit. He's an nah. asshole. Yeah, exactly. always an asshole. Absolutely. If you go to the movie theater and you pay for a ticket, you're a customer. If you talk during that movie, are you right? No, you're fucking wrong, you stupid piece of right. garbage. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't... Listen, I understand I also excitement. bought a ticket, which means it gives me the right to punch you in the mouth. So stop talking. <laughs> Sucks. So then nobody goes to jail cool but the thing is like i just it was just crazy i understand the excitement and the hype this movie was hyped for a very long time and after infinity war and how it ended i get it but mother fucker yeah like really shut the fuck up every time one of the avengers 
was revealed on screen, everybody erupted into a roar of applause. Uh. But the thing is, these scenes are not meant for you to applaud at. There's still dialogue going on. Shut the fuck up. Which goes to my answer to John's question. No, I don't miss the movie theater. I'm not 16 anymore. If I want to make out and finger bang a girl in the dark, I'll do it at my house. I don't need to do it at the theater anymore. I hate, that was what I went to movie theaters for. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to hide my dick in the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Classic move. Sorry. Classic move. Classic move. Classic. Um, yeah, I, I, I like like you said. I don't. I don't. I also don't miss going to the movie theater. There's something that like. I don't get me wrong. I do kind of miss like me and my buddy Nick um Finger and his sister Lauren, we would go to see um <laughs> Oh yeah, no no no. Me <laughs> Me and my buddy Nick and and, her, and his sister Lauren, we used to go see all like uh the anime movies that would come out, you know, those those little OAVs or whatever they whatever they're called that there's the, the singular movies for a big yeah. anime or whatever. But I also used to go with him him and his parents to go see like the Marvel movies and stuff and we would always go and like a Tuesday, like six o'clock, you know, like yeah. when there's nobody a in the theater. Off time, yeah. be- because off we time. knew there would be nobody really there and we could enjoy the movie and people wouldn't be talking over it or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like that, that's the only thing that I miss. Otherwise, no, like give me a subscription. Let me go and be like, you know what? This looks good to me. Mm-hmm. Let me hang out. I don't have, to, I don't have to worry about hype. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about people screaming in the theater. I don't have to worry about, you know, yeah, bringing in snacks. I got snacks here. That's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, food, like a full meal. Seven <laughs> Eleven. You know, like or cook and and do something. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like and watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'm 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 glad that you brought up that question or whether or not we miss going to the movie theater because mm. it gives you know the audience a little bit of insight of as the type of terrible people we are because we're old and we don't like going to the theater and, and we hate crowds but as an overall general idea one of the original questions i wanted to bring forth to you guys and i guess just uh just to kind of uh figure out for the general audiences cuz yeah listen guys we may not like going to the fucking theaters but I know, obviously, there's business in that. Millions of people go to the box office and get their tickets and oh, go yeah, see the absolutely. movies and stuff and enjoy doing that. And I know a lot of you out there that are listening are going, these guys are crazy. I would kill to go to the theater and, and be able to go <laughs> out with my friends and have a night out and do that. Now, my question really is, you know, one of the big changes with the theaters and everything that we saw was that movies went from being released in theaters – to being released on streaming sites like uh, Disney Plus or like HBO Max. So my real thing is moving forward because of the changes we saw in 2020, now 2021 and on, is that move, is that concept of taking movies out of the theaters and just putting it directly on streaming sites is that an overall good thing or bad thing because you have to like and and who does it really benefit at the end honestly because you know 
we would go to the movie theater. You'd spend a exuberant amount on a ticket, exuberant amount on on snacks, and people always justified this by saying you're paying for the experience. You're going to the theater with your friends and having a night out and all this other stuff. Yeah. Obviously, you already heard that us three we could give a shit less about it. But wow. is is it really worth that now? Now that we've gotten this taste of it going straight to the streaming services and being able to stay home and it, and let's say you want to go ahead and make a night out of it you can still invite your friends over to your place you know as oh, long yeah. as everyone's staying healthy and, and staying safe to the extent you know everything like that sticking with people you've seen close enough like you can still make somewhat of a night or an event out of it at your own home at your own convenience so you know streaming movies to streaming or movies to theater is is the move a good thing moving forward or a bad thing moving forward? You know what I'm saying? If it's a good thing, who does it really benefit? And if it's a bad thing, who does it really uh, really affect overall? I think it's a good thing for us. Granted, if it isn't like the uh, Mulan situation, which, everybody, which all the streaming services are kind of taking, uh, that was technically the movie that they were using as to make an example of because when disney if you don't know when disney um first released the live action mulan on disney plus um they charged for it yeah thirty dollars thirty i thought it was fifteen dollars no sir it was thirty dollars to rent mulan and when was that uh, that was when it first when it first released it was thirty dollars to watch mulan uh, in like May? And, and once it once it once it came out, once it released, and then yeah. um, and then after that, after X amount of time, uh, I think they said it was going to be it was going to be free this past November or December or whatever moving forward. So they gave it a time frame in which mm-hmm. you would you would rent the movie, but then it would stay. You know, you'd be able to watch it at any given time. Once you paid that exactly. fee, you would pay you watch it at any given time. And yeah, there was a huge discussion with that. I'm glad you actually brought that up because people were like thirty dollars for Mulan. Oh man, and I'm just like, dude, a family for four, a standard family of four to watch a movie for thirty dollars is cheap. When compared to going to an actual theater. So when you put it in that perspective, then yes, it makes sense. Monetarily, that was, I think, a good call on the company for them to recoup. Plus, let's be honest, Milan was like the first movie to have to deal with the change of not being in theaters and everything like that. So they never really knew what was going on. And secondly, very quickly... um, (laughs) Yes, I, I feel that monetarily that was a good call. For them to be like $30 for a standard family to watch this on our app, I, it, you know, compensates us for making the film and putting it out. That all makes sense. But my second point is on the other side of the spectrum is did you really want to spend $30 on a live action Mulan without any music and without Mushu in it? And unfortunately, I didn't fucking pay $30 for it. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to say because a lot of people were – I saw this all over the internet. And I am on the other side of that coin because I don't think it monetarily was a good idea for them to do because they said, and they announced it to everybody, they said it's going to be $30 in like, let's just say like May or whatever. If you want to see Mulan, it's 30 bucks, but it's going to become free in November. And everyone on the internet and everyone in my house was like, okay, so (laughs) basically Mulan comes out in November. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Right, yeah. New Law comes out in November. Because yeah. we're not fucking well, here, paying I, I think the other thing is like, all right, yes, is it is it lucrative for a movie company to it's do that because yeah, people but... want yeah, people want to watch it? Sure. If you're watching it by yourself, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you're watching yeah. it with a bunch of people, it's like, all right, everyone throw in five bucks and we'll all rent it. You know, like yeah. who cares? You know, right. like but thirty dollars for a loan, you know, watching right. seems excessive. I don't know. It's it's such a it's such a weird thing. Yeah. And but at the same time, I understand why they don't just release a movie on a, on a on a streaming service because where's the money for them? Why even make the movie? I don't I but but here and here but the thing is is that Netflix makes new shit all the time. Yeah. And, and they just put millions. it up there for yeah. free. Yeah. And they don't mm-hmm. charge anybody. Right. They didn't charge anybody for the Mandalorian. Why the fuck would they do it for Mulan? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Because they believe right. that that is triple A, whereas Yeah, but at the same time, Mandalorian <laughs> made them a ton of cash. But that's what I'm saying. Whereas Mandalorian is considerably triple A, but it's like you have to worry about how many people are actually going to It's Star it. Wars. Of course it's triple A. No, 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 I mean, like, the content that's coming out, it's, uh, The Mandalorian, when you take it for what it is, ignore the fact that it is super popular right now. If you take it for what it is, it is a television show and a streaming service. That is not a AAA thing. This is, a AAA thing is a movie. I that think was, you're wrong. I think you're wrong. So? Uh, I, I, I kind I of think, agree I with think Jordan. just here. being Star Wars alone is worth its AAA. I disagree. And they put a lot more time and energy into making a television show. So that's an accumulative 12 hours, right? So so is every is every Super Mario game that has ever come out a triple A game? Yes. No. Are you telling Except me for that- maybe like Mario teaches typing? What if that's what, what I was just about to say? <laughs> <laughs> Mario Paint. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Mario Paint <laughs> could have blown up. Mario Paint could have blown Mario up. Mario Paint is a triple A game. Listen to what I'm saying. Mario Paint could have blown up the same way the Mandalorian did. It just didn't, is what I'm saying. I think just I think we something- can't compare. I think we're comparing apples and oranges here. I think when when because that's video games and movies and and TV series are all different things. I I get Jordan's sentiment here because you would think sure, that yeah. typically the way that the market goes when it comes to to movies, movies are always seen as the top tier and TV series are are under that. Typically yeah. in the totem pole of things. So sure, the Mandalorian yeah, right. agree with that. the Mandalorian I I get your your sentiment as well John because it's Star Wars related and yes it's 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 uh you know it, it's related to AAA and can also fall under that umbrella. I get that. But the truth really is that it's a series. It's an episodic week by week series. So the okay, whole wait, thing hold is on. But before you finish that statement, right? It's a series. It's a trip. Whatever. It's a it's a bunch of episodes, yeah. right? That equal more than a movie, and yes. they put a lot of time into making yes. a television. I, I, show. I will. I will agree with you. Yes. Money, they probably spend. It's not waste. They probably spend more money on a television show that lasts. 12 episodes and then make another season than making one movie see but that's what that's also what i'm talking about you just said probably we don't know that for certain because that was gonna be my argument was that when they make the star wars movies and they sit down with these like million dollar actors and everything like that i personally feel just what i know about like film and everything like that i feel like the star wars movies have more why do you think we don't have um shows and television shows and stuff like that that have the same special effects and everything like that on television that we do in the movies because the mandalorian cost 100 million to make make 
Okay, so what is what did like the most expensive Star Wars movie like? Well, I think we also have to take into consideration. I, I like I get where you guys are going in this argument, both sides, but you also have to take consideration that the Mandalorian is 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 something I don't even think we we can even sit here and compare to other things, TV shows or movies, because Mandalorian was made more or less to save the fucking franchise. If they didn't put Mandalorian together the way that they did and spend the money they did. Then right. you they know didn't what I'm know the Mandalorian was going to save the Star Wars universe. They were hoping that it would. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, they, like, also, they also hoped that Solo was Star Wars movie well, and, story. And it's was not going only that; you also have to ruined it. But you, yeah, I know. I get that. But what I'm saying too is that you also have to take in consideration that a huge marketing uh, tactic on Disney's part was to use Mandalorian as the bring in the buy-in for people to get the Disney Plus app. So they had to invest. They had to put in that money and that time and that effort into this particular series because they use it as a staple for the brand, for Disney Plus. When Disney Plus released, it came with the first episode of Mandalorian. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the play that they put together. So we can't They they weren't just hoping that the Mandalorian was going to save Star Wars. I I think it was made for more reasons than that, but that is one of the reasons, absolutely. Oh, sure, yeah. But to our argument, in the the metaphorical argument where Mm. uh, the Mandalorian comes out and it isn't as popular as it is right now, I do not feel that you would be telling me that it is considered triple A, quote unquote. Because it's such a popular thing. Clone Wars, AAA, no. Mandalorian, AAA, Last Jedi, AAA. Doesn't matter if it's so a movie everything... or a television show. It's fucking Star Wars. It's AAA. Okay, uh, Star okay. Wars Christmas. Star Wars Christmas <laughs> special was AAA. <laughs> okay. I want you to well, say it right yes. now. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, it is AAA because of the because of the title. It was shit, and no one spent money on it, and George Lucas had nothing to do with it. But it's still AAA. That wreck. You understand what AAA. I'm saying, right? <laughs> I, I get your point, yes. But what I'm saying is, uh, in a lot it's of ways... It's not an indie film. It's made by a giant production. It doesn't matter. No, no, it's, it's a triple A movie. It's not an indie film. What I'm saying is, I don't think The Mandalorian is triple A simply because it is not on the 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 caliber good or bad doesn't make a triple a yeah i john john's point is that because it's a under a triple a title like star wars it also is triple a jordan's argument is not that it's that because it is strictly a tv series which typically on a totem pole falls under movies does not allow it to be triple a and you both technically have a point that's why i'm saying that you can't use mandalorian as an example because mandalorian is is a whole different unique animal when it comes to both the series and if you can because you can put the mandalorian episodes together and make a fucking film out of it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and and it, it, it could easily be both sides of this coin i think that we need to i think we need to get off of this particular argument and go back to the point of whether or not we see you know the films to streaming services as a good thing or a bad thing let's take for example a the most recent thing so we saw with disney plus they released mulan and mulan ended up being kind of a flop and yes we say that streaming movies to streaming for us is better but let's be honest we saw Wonder Woman 84 come out for HBO Max, 
they did they did so well with its release that they announced a third Wonder Woman film because of how well it did for HBO Max. And the right. HBO Max service is raking in the cash, but the internet says the movie is complete garbage. So for us, that movie, that film to streaming was shot for us, for right? Us. For us. But for them, it was a good thing. So now we see the opposite happening. The opposite well, argument happening. That's like the, the, the classic argument of box office versus like actual like critic review score. You know what I mean? Like that's the difference between like it made this much money because people saw it. It doesn't matter if they liked it, but they saw it. <sighs> am, I, am I wrong in saying that? I'm not saying Wonder Woman's bad either, but I'm just saying. I didn't see it, so I don't have an opinion I, Well, yet, you know, I, I might get crucified for saying this publicly, but I enjoyed the film. My daughter enjoyed the film, but Which like matters. I said I earlier, I found out where my stance on the film differs from everyone else's is this, is that I've only seen, as far as DC films go most recently, I've only seen the first Wonder Woman and this Wonder Woman. I haven't seen... Uh, Batman versus Superman. I didn't see Justice League, and apparently Wonder Woman eighty four has so many inconsistencies based on all the storytelling from those films that that's what makes the movie bad. Plus a whole other plethora of uh, you know of, of issues, um, right. which I had my issues with it too. Represent that it takes place in nineteen eighty four. Didn't the movie take place in nineteen eighty four? Shouldn't there be some inconsistencies because it was in the past? Uh, the way the plot of the film and the way it all like happens and ends, it's such a large event that I I, I can't I don't want to really oh, it's spoil like it how for did you, no one know about it because of the eggs, older movies eggs, eggs, in the older movies. Suspend your disbelief, yeah. people. This is what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, theater of the you. mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's pretty much just in, take it for a movie. It's it's pretty much in the in the other DC films. Um, the idea of uh, of them and, and and the Justice League and Wonder Woman, there was uh, it was uh, n- the public had no knowledge of this kind of stuff. But in 1984, the event that happens is so catastrophic that how does how does everyone okay. forget? All right, so then let me ask you a question: If it was Wonder Woman eight years later, they called it right or whatever the fucking thing is from the first movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman eight years later, let's say they called it, right? Would it make sense? No, because the the event the 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 event that they write about and that happens in the film, it would have to be completely different. That that's the problem. It's not the time in which it happens; it's what actually happens that causes the inconsistency between what was said in previous films outside of Wonder Woman to what Wonder Woman actually DC showed sucks. you. Yeah, it, yeah. Think- that's basically, what it comes down to is that DC's a terrible, terrible company when it comes to live action films that they should strictly just, just stay to animated stuff and keep it dark. Think- that's it. <laughs> I think John's sentiment is right about that as far as fuck you, because it's like, and I, this is the one I always bring up when we hit like this argument, not just with you guys, but with anybody. Yeah. If Tony Stark's house got blown up at the end of Iron Man 3, then how the fuck did he summon like 50 suits to go save his ass? Because fuck you. Like they don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? That whole like those stupid assholes that, that ask the question, hey, who changes the tires on the Batmobile? Fuck mm-hmm. you. Because nobody. <laughs> they never pop. It's a fucking comic book. 
Exactly. Well, actually, yeah. isn't that part of the, the, the allure of the Batmobile that the wheels are indestructible to some extent? <laughs> you could but just say somebody Alfred. wrote in somebody wrote in at some point there was a there was a comic that had like there's this blind guy <laughs> who fucking works in the Batcave. Right, and he fixes shit. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Yeah, they had to add it because people kept asking questions. Matt Murdock works in the fucking Batcave, right? It's like an it's like an old guy that Bruce takes care of. He's just he's collecting old people like Alfred. That's all. That's what I come. He's collecting old men and young boys. That's what he does. That's what he does. Right? Can I just say? Can we go back? He's the one percent. He just collects people. That's all. Because he can. Because he can. Let's just go back to fucking DC's little situation right now. I know that's that is not. Let's let's introduce a a, hey a brand new segment. Let's call it. Let's settle this. (laughs) 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 Segments out of the fucking air. So this is a brand new segment that we're introducing to Party Up. It is called (laughs) Let's Settle This. Or we can settle this. I don't remember what we settled on. Anyway, um, forced segment like (laughs) transition. It just comes into it comes into play here. Yeah, just prior to the show, ladies and gentlemen, I go, hey John, I know you want to put in a new segment somewhere in the show. So wherever you feel appropriate, John's just like, here it is, gentlemen. Wham! I'm gonna cram it in right now. Uh, Let's settle this um, because it it, it has to do with what we're talking about. No fuckers. Sort of jumped in. Um, Marvel vs. DC has been a very big thing for all of our lives, right? And we're not gonna set we're not gonna settle whether Marvel's better than DC, but what I do want to yeah, ask can. uh when it comes when it comes to movies especially the movie what's universe. better, right? Funny and wild <clears throat> Marvel or dark and grounded DC. Uh what do you think works better? better is there is there something that like uh you know you you kind of see the marvel versus dc thing go but when dc does a funny and wild it kind of works for them a little bit more that's because than they can't do dark, dark and, and bro- yeah it's because they can't do that they just okay. can't do dark and broody <laughs> for some reason hold what on, is it what, on, like better what's better first okay listen uh, uh i'm gonna go out i've said this before and i'll say it again god damn it marvel does live action better than DC, but DC yeah. does animated better than Marvel because <laughs> because okay, that's not the question. Because, I know it's not the question, but you're gonna <laughs> you don't cut me off. Let okay. me get to my fucking point to answer okay, your okay. question: whether Marvel <laughs> the, the fun loving bullshit or the dark brooding bullshit, it depends on the medium. Okay. That that's really w- mm-hmm. where you have to focus the argument on. What medium are we talking about? Are we talking about live action or are we talking about animated? Because if Marvel were to do what they normally do in live action as an animated shit, you're gonna get a kid show. That's what you get out of Marvel. But when DC takes their dark and brooding stuff that they kill when it comes to animation and put it to live action, it's fucking tacky, it's cheesy, and it's terrible. Yeah. So right. you have to really analyze what medium are we talking about because the tables turn depending on what we're talking about. Live action, I will tell you right now, Marvel beats DC 10 out of 10 fucking times. Every time. Without question. But when it comes to animation and you want to go into deep storytelling and character development and everything like that, DC takes Marvel out 
10 out of 10 when it comes to animated stuff. Hands down, no questions asked. You yeah. cannot put both companies on the same playing field because if it's live action, it's one way, and okay. if it's animated, it's the other. But all right, all right. So let me let me ask you a question then. From there, um, well, what is Jordan? Once in a thing? While, don't jump. Don't skip I mean, over Jordan. You're no, no, interrupting no, no. me. I, I just want to. I just want to keep going. I want to keep going with your thing first. I'm not cutting Jordan oh off. God. I'm not saying it's like he, he hosts answer. the show or something. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! 2021. I'm already fucking annoyed with you. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Yo, the fear in my eyes when, like, both times in the show, I just see Italian going at it on Discord. I'm like, fuck, no, yeah, right? Can you uh, shiv? Can you shiv someone virtually? <laughs> I got a shotgun you say, under my you table. Say, like, you know, you say fun and, and whimsical or fun and wild works with Marvel, but then I want to point out something like Fantastic Four, which is that. There but was terrible. nothing fun or whimsical about Fantastic Four. That movie was no, fucking saying, but shit. It's still a funny, wild type of thing, and they fucked that up. Whereas, whereas finally for DC, uh, when they do a dark and grounded movie like The Joker, which was actually really well done, uh, and it's dark well and broody yeah, and weird, right. and you know, you know, uh, <laughs> why did it work for that one? Uh, the writing staff and the else? actors. That's what it comes down to at that point. But wait, wait, wait. There's too many X factors here. Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. An X factor is Marvel. The thing (laughs) is, (laughs) the thing is here, what you, John, what John just said about Marvel doing like Fantastic Four and everything, the opposite of that is DC doing Suicide Squad. Because that was them doing the fun and wild and it was one of the most garbage movies that dc right. has ever made so why <laughs> so, i didn't but that's what i mean like so is it i don't know like what what is it what is it that marvel's doing right that makes funny and wild great and what is dc doing that I, I, fucks up dark and grounded i know the answer and it goes with okay. me answering the question so basically them. my opinion on this is <laughs> he I said the name of the think... segment he said the name he did it <laughs> no my 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 answer to this question always is that i'm not trying to like the thing is i'm not trying to sound like the crazy marvel fanboy because when it comes to a couple of dc's things aquaman shazam i had a really good fucking time watching those movies but the thing is it depends on who like there's a lot of factors we could go into but for myself personally i look uh, director wise and don't ask me who the directors were I don't fucking know but what I'm saying is like <laughs> a lot of the movies that DC puts out and the reason why people just don't fucking like them and why they're not even coming close to hitting Marvel's level of being able to tell those stories and put these characters from the comics onto the big screen is because a lot of mm. DC's stuff is very convoluted they're trying to fit too much into one package when you look at the marvel movies they go on one specific like storyline and they don't even you know touch upon the fullness of the storyline they just touch upon what it is in its entirety and they're able to give you that without deviating to all these other places nobody ever says about the the marvel cinematic universe oh that fucking shit there was too much going on and i didn't understand it but like right. you look at Batman versus Superman, Justice League, um, Birds of Prey, 
uh, Suicide Squad, all these fucking DC movies that come out, they try to do so much in right. such a short amount of time. And it, it's just ridiculous. And DC right. fans, and I'm going to be the first one to say this publicly, I don't care. DC fans, give it up the Zack Snyder cut of this movie is not going to save the Justice League by taking a movie that's already convoluted and complicated and that was the reason nobody liked the Justice League and adding two more extra hours to the fucking movie give it up I'm so sick of hearing about the Snyder cut on the internet I'm so fucking sick of it I really yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't even. I was just curious because I feel like, and I feel like that's what Derek said to start. Like we all, we all, we've all said it here, especially like Marvel knows how to do a live action thing, and whatever do, it yes. is, whether it's because it's based in science and feels a little bit more realistic, something we we don't have to suspend disbelief so much. In a way, like yes. oh, a superhero could be real. We get it, you know, gamma radiation. Sure, that turns somebody into a Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> like oh, he's a lot of money. Built a robot suit that that shoots missiles. Sure, that makes sense. You know, I would do that with a billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like so, I feel like it's it, they're a little bit more like tangible. Whereas Batman's just, you know, like, I'm going to beat up a guy. And then Superman comes in and go, I'm going to come over here and beat this guy up. And then, and then he says, comes up, I'm going to beat this guy up. And, and then our like, mothers both have the same name. So that pretty oh, much ends Martha, the movie. How do you know Martha. that name? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. Shut up. Although I have to say, like, new, new Batman. Kind of looks okay. No, you know, Robert Pattinson know. Batman looks pretty fucking cool, and I'm yeah, seeing that. Robert movie. Pattinson, I'm just saying. <laughs> Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm so between Funnier yeah. Wild and Dark and Grounded, what's better? It depends on the medium, and it, it depends yeah, on who done. is in charge of 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 the content itself. The perfect example, right, that I can compare mm. what we're talking about to something yeah. more recent is a meme I saw where it's J.J. Abrams saying, and I uh, quote, we can't satisfy the original trilogy fans while also appealing to a new younger audience. And then it's Favreau saying, hold my beer. Right. That's okay. ex that is the exact thing that we're talking about. Yeah, it depends yeah. on who's handling the content, and it depends right. on the medium in which we're viewing said content. Right. Can, can I bring up something that I've told you boys before? Um, it also it's a thing that goes against Marvel because I don't want to be shitting on DC too hard because Marvel is not without its flaws. Also, of course, right? Yeah. This this goes towards what I said in the beginning of my argument. It depends on who's writing it, who's directing it, and of course, I'm considered a big, massive sexist with my big stinky penis <laughs> because I don't. Well, he's like, got to bring up the point just to drive it home. Go on. Because I don't like Captain Marvel. And it's not because I don't like Captain Marvel because I don't like her. I don't like her because the way she's written is really fucking annoying. And like we go into like I'll get crucified for this, but unlike everybody else, I don't really give a fuck. But the thing is, like, I I've, I've talked to you guys about this before mm. in Endgame. I'm not even kidding. In in the movie Endgame, when Captain Marvel says Oh, I'm going out to look for Thanos. And then everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, we tried to fight him before and it didn't work out. And she's like, before you didn't have me. If you didn't at least slightly roll your eyes during that. I mean, what the fuck, dude? I've been watching the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. And I don't the know. Characters, it didn't bother me. 
these characters that I do genuinely love that I've been watching in these movies for years. And then the new girl shows up out of nowhere and acts and not because it's her, but because of the way she's written. The overconfidence of the character. If she came into the situation not acting like she was God's gift to superheroes, it would have been fine. But she is. Because she just could kill every single one of those Avengers, except maybe Thor. But go on. And Squirrel Girl. Oh, God. And Squirrel Girl, because she's undefeatable. (laughs) And that's (laughs) canon. (laughs) Call back to that episode. Look at his face. Fuck you. (laughs) The winner of our March versus comic book episode, Squirrel Girl. But she's, by canon, undefeatable. Um... (laughs) I just don't agree. Like, I feel like I would like, I've talked about this shit before with you guys when it comes to like the female superheroes. And I think Marvel, although great movies, they do their female heroes really dirty because they don't, they're all like weapon based. They're not like shooting anything out of their hands or anything like that. They're not firing powers or flying around like Gamora black widow nebula mantis like all of them just run around and like use weapons and i'm like you should give them more stuff so Mm. they're really fucking cool whereas they only just use tools and like hand-to-hand combat then then captain marvel comes on the scene that's why i'm so excited for um miss marvel because kamala khan is going to change the fucking game she's gonna you can embiggen But, like, then Captain Marvel comes on the scene, and I am legitimately hyped to see it. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, she's got the legitimate, like, craziness and the powers and everything like that. That's a little more interesting that I want to. And this is just my opinion. But uh, And then when I see it, her movie was okay. I'm not saying Captain Marvel was trash. It's not. It was not. No, I enjoyed way, it. I had fun but, with it. But yeah. her character was just a little bit like, mm. Like, okay. That was my only complaint. Right. Was how right. they wrote the character. It wasn't right. this big sexist thing. It was just yeah. that, you yeah. know? Okay. So no, I get you. That's that, valid. The, the point of all of this is it depends because I feel like with how I felt about Captain Marvel and everything like that, that's how DC makes me feel constantly. With all of their characters. <laughs> the, the girl they have for Harley Quinn, she's to me spectacular. I think she does really fucking well. Was that uh, but they write her, But they write her so shittily. They're Ooh, trying Harley? to yeah. appeal. Yeah, Harley Quinn. The way that DC does her, I yeah. really like. I genuinely liked her perform her performance in right. Suicide Squad. Right. But unfortunately, the way they write her and the way they write that movie and everything was so trash. Right. right. I don't think. She was put like she's in a-, a good actress to do that yes. role, but they kind of fuck it up because they don't know how to write. Exactly. Right. Yes, right. that's what okay. I'm saying. I see what you're you saying. Yeah. Right. And stop putting Will Smith into things because he plays the same character in every movie. Will Smith. <laughs> oh my god. He plays. Okay, Will Smith. sounds like we settled this. Let's yeah. go on with the rest of the show. Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of things I had to say there. <laughs> so, all right, we we settled somehow. We've somehow we've we've settled uh, Marvel versus DC. Uh, and Jordan had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of feelings about it. I think we they're we just came, my opinions. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, and I, I get it. And I I think we've we we came with a uh, to the table with a a proper resolution to that. So we indeed settled it. So thank you, John, uh, for putting that on the sure. table. Uh, I mean, so then really the only thing left to kind of figure out is the original conversation, which uh, like we said, you know, is. We we said, you know, 
do we miss going to the movie theaters because of everything going on? Right. Uh, us personally, no, not so much. But right. listen, if you agree with us on that, or if you disagree, and I'd much rather hear those that disagree with us on the whole movie go- movie going uh, experience, especially now, um, let us know on our social media. Uh, and as far as the question I wanted to pose and that I did pose which was, is this film, major films going straight to streaming services a good or bad thing? Um, I don't think we really came to a, uh, a solid answer on that one. So what, what, what are we going with here? Do we, think that, do we think that the changes that we saw in 2020, uh, now moving into 2021 and the future... Do we do we see movies, major films going to streaming services as overall a a better thing? I guess let's let's negate the business end of it. Let's let's take that out of the equation because right. obviously they're they're you know we we've seen both sides of it the the failure right. of Milan and the success of Wonder Woman. So it can go either way on the business end, but yeah. overall for the consumer, it, overall whether the movie flops or it succeeds is film to streaming a, a good thing is is getting us to sign up for these multiple streaming apps because you're not going to see one thing on another app or or, right. or you know something else on another is right. is this a, is this indeed like we said the future is this what we are going to see from now on is this going to be the new norm is this a good thing or a bad thing what do you guys what do you guys think I have I have two points for this. Um, one is I I think it's I think it's better for the consumer uh, because you get a lot of content on these streaming services. You're not just paying for one movie. You're paying for a lot of other things that you can watch. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a binger or you're not, you know, like you still have a lot of stuff that you can watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that a movie comes out on one of your favorite, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, you know, HBO Max, whatever it is that you watch your stuff on, or all of them, you get another movie to watch or another TV show or whatever, right? Um, but you and you don't have to go out; you don't have to leave the comfort of your home, um, which I think for a lot of people is part of that deal. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'll pay for a subscription service, whether it's ten or fourteen dollars a month or whatever. And while that is steep after a while, especially if you have a lot of them. Um, it's, it's still, I think a better way to enjoy your movie because you can watch it at any speed you want. If you have to go up and get out of the bathroom, you don't miss anything. You can make any snack or food or whatever you want beforehand and hang out. Right. And whether you're watching it with someone or not, it doesn't matter. You know, like that's the kind of thing. Like, I think a lot of people don't like to go to the movies alone, but they'll watch a movie alone at home. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think that's a good thing to at least if if things in 2021 come back to a quote unquote a normalcy uh, and movie theaters do open back up. Um, I think you'll see a lot more people still choose to stay home and watch a movie than go back to the theater. Um, mm. Number two, it finally gets rid of those fucking 3D movies. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate 3D movies. What a fucking waste of money! <laughs> Holy, that's my that's my that's my opinion. Nice. Wow. So what about you, Jordan? What do you got to say about this? I gotta say that um, I'm I'm kind of torn 
I don't know if I can give a it's good or it's bad because of everything John just said, you have the convenience of your home and everything like that. Or even somebody like me who like works a lot. And if a new movie comes out and I don't really have the time to devote it at home, I could like sit on my break and pull it up on my phone. Like, so now you have that leeway as well, which helps a lot of people. Right. On the offhand, it's like Derek said in the beginning of the question, which was, you know, uh, I don't have HBO Max right now. So if Wonder Woman was on my list, you know, I either got to subscribe just to see it or what have you. The Office just left Netflix. My family were fucking in love oh, with the, the whole Office. thing, really? The whole thing, yeah, absolutely. Yes, oh, but now wow. you can find it on NBC's app, Peacock. Peacock, yep. Right. So it technically is still available. You just have to be on another service. Yep. Oh, but- or. But is, is NPC Peacock one of the free ones with somehow some, if you could pay for to get rid of the commercials, that kind of from shit? What, from what um, my siblings were telling me, you get like the first two seasons for free without having a Peacock account. And then okay. beyond that, if you're paying for Peacock, you just get the office as well as they added something that Netflix doesn't have, which is also they have a lot of special features. So right. I think they have office bloopers Ooh, okay, and other wait. things you can watch and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this is something else that I think makes it bad is the television networks getting their own streaming service. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that needs to stop. It's one thing for HBO and Amazon and whatever. They can have all their shit, right? Mm -hmm. But ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, all them, you do not need a separate account or a separate thing to be able to watch those shows. That is a fucking nightmare. That really is. Mm -hmm. There's too many streaming services already, but... There's too many. Put your stuff... On the other thing and demand money from those people like uh, Hulu or whatever. Let's say Fox wants to put all their shows. Well, well, now they have to put it on Disney Plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have to download a Fox app to watch something on Fox. You know, right. like Precisely, NBC yeah. shouldn't have. Well, at least for a paid thing, if you want to do it and put it on there and let everybody watch it, they can watch it on your channels either way. Just put it on there for free for everybody. Yeah. You want to run one commercial in the middle of it? Go for it. Right. You could also do what myself and my family did is when your favorite show leaves your streaming service, you could just buy three or four box sets of the office and just keep them each, each room of the house. Yes, we did that. <laughs> it's playing in every I used to I told the story on the show I used to bring girls over and they'd be like they'd walk through the house and be like why is every room in this house playing in a different episode of the office like no that's really funny because we're all in different places bitch we all watch them at the same time oh my god no spoilers well t- TV apps I think are a whole different beast I think that's a whole other yeah. fucking animal topic yeah. overall but I, but think, I, I yeah, do I agree with what overall, you said John. I think for movies and stuff I think that's a Right. But overall, my answer, I'm, I'm very split down the middle here. There's inconveniences and that like um, Mulan coming out and then it being there, but having to pay extra, which I'm already on top of the monthly payment I'm doing for Disney Plus. Mm. And the fact that I don't have all the streaming services, so I can't just see whatever I want. Yeah, I think that was a one time thing, though. I, I agree with you. That definitely if, they, that, if was that was a more consistent feature or, or rather uh, I should not say feature, but a more consistent practice with the streaming sites, putting movies out for X amount and then making it free, I think the whole thing would have blown up. So I agree with you. Yes, that's absolutely an inconvenience. But I think because that film landed as the testing ground and the material that this whole transition uh, in in the way they present the films now, uh, I, I think that's that, that was a lesson learned because we didn't see that with Soul. That D- Disney didn't yeah. charge for Soul. 
and HBO Max didn't charge extra for Wonder Woman. So I think that uh, that idea of let's recoup on release, I think that's uh, out the window. I think they were just like, let's put out the movie. Whoever hasn't subscribed yet uh, is, you know, going to buy in for the membership. And those that may be coming around, uh, maybe uh, the end of their membership may renew, things like that. So I think they decided on monetarily figuring out how to recoup the cost for these films a whole different way, which works out better for us. Uh, But I do agree that if they would have kept that practice, it would have been a fucking shit show. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's basically it's those negative things, for my opinion, versus mm. the you know positives of you know it's the convenience. Again, I like the fact that if I wasn't able to see Soul the other day with her, you know, at my place, I could have taken it to work with me and watched it because that was my plan to do if I couldn't see it right away. Right. Right. So gotcha. Gotcha. I'm my answer is I'm very split down the middle. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you may be split down the middle, but I do feel like maybe you're leaning more towards it being a good thing based. So John is based more in the realm of convenience. You seem to be more based on the realm of accessibility. Um, and, and, and and I do agree with you. Like you said, if that practice of paying upfront for a film, uh, were to be kept up or repeat itself in the future, it's definitely a downside, but I think they may have learned, uh, their lesson overall. Um, that that's not going to be a thing in the future. Hopefully, it's not a thing in the future. But that comes really down to my point with all of this is um, financially. I think that actually this might be a good thing because even though you are paying for multiple streaming sites and multiple streaming apps, the cost per month for all of these apps, what they charge, what they end up being uh, all together is more or less one, maybe two nights out at the theater to begin with between right. cost of tickets, especially if you're a family. I have to buy four tickets whenever I go out to the theaters. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you figure that alone is like, what, 60 bucks, something like that on, uh, on a cheap day. Uh, then uh, snacks and everything like that, blah, blah, blah. So what you're paying monthly for these subscriptions to not only get the films that they're releasing exclusively for said apps, but all the other content that comes with it, shows and series and other things that get licensed out to them, just all the content overall, I think my wallet is happy that this is the new norm, let's say, for... Uh, the way that films are being presented to us at, at the consumer. Because I'm, even though I have six to eight different apps, I'm still spending, if not right. less, the same amount of money to go see one film or two films only and within two different time, uh, two different days in a month. So for me, financially, I think that this is a good move. I think that uh, film to streaming is a is a great thing. So we have three points I think for positive. You got convenience, accessibility, and financially, it just makes seem to make sense. My final question here is with these kind of being the pros, which seem to outweigh the cons. Listen, there are cons to this argument, and I get that. Jordan expressed a few of them, but I think the pros outweigh the cons here. Are we looking at moving forward, again, under the the theme of change and the future, are we seeing the beginning 
of the end of movie theaters in general. Do you think that ultimately in the next maybe five to ten years, uh, we're no longer going to have physical movie theaters around anymore? Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, do you think, like, are you saying, like, you think, like, the the movie theater is going the way of the drive-in movie theater? Yes, I think so. I think I, I personally, yeah. you know, I'm posing the question because personally I feel that uh, down the line we're not going to mm. need or really want theaters anymore. Why? Uh, yeah, I get it. You want to have that night out or that, that, that fun time with friends to go watch a movie. But now you've taken all of that and put it within the convenience of the supercomputer we have in our pockets. Right. You've put it mm-hmm. underneath the accessibility of that. You put it under the convenience of being at home, being able to go get a Seven Eleven delivery of a couple of packs of beer with your buddies and hanging out right. and watching a film at home with your friends. And now, right. financially speaking, you're spending a quarter of what you would have spent to go see that one film and getting, right. you know, eight times the value and content from the streaming service you're on in to begin with. Yeah. So what do movie theaters really have to offer us anymore now that this is kind of where we are? What do they have to offer us? And that's where my, I'm coming with this question is and because in my head, I don't see a viable future for the movie theater industry anymore. I think they because before this, let's keep in mind, before this, they tried to up the ante as far as the movie going experience. We saw movie theaters come out with leather seats, reclining seats, uh restaurants inside the theater, bars inside the theater, uh the seating service where you could order something at the at the bar or the restaurant uh or, or wherever they're serving food prior go into the theater and they would bring the food to you so you can enjoy they try to mimic the experience of home at the theater for six times the price now because of covid and everything that changed the game here everything got flipped and now we are at the convenience of being home and get to do all of that stuff so why have a theater in the first place so personally personally i think we are seeing the beginning of the end of the American movie theater. What do you think, Jordan? I'm going to tell you, uh, first of all, I agree with everything you're saying. There's no, really no need for this shit anymore. And it would go obsolete. And it maybe should go obsolete, to be quite honest with you. Because when movie theaters were in their heyday and everything, all we really did was bitch about them. Because again, back in the day... You know, they were fucking, what, a couple bucks to go see a movie, and now everything, you're you're paying almost $100 a trip, depending on how many people you're going with. Yep. But the thing about it is, I don't think movie theaters are going to disappear. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of our human fucking ignorance. Because we're stupid as fuck, and we sit on stupid shit like tradition. I'm serious. Tradition. Because I, I, I keep, because this is a question that has been posed since COVID started all over the internet. What do you, what does everybody think is going to happen to the movie industry and to theaters in a general sense? Right, right. And I think people are going to push for theaters. To, they're going to go bankrupt 
but I don't think they're going to go without a fight because human fucking ignorance and the fact that in this, especially in our country, we stand so much on stupid fucking traditions to the point of where the logical people are going to look at the theater industry and be like, you know what? Yeah, we should probably, this is stupid now. We should get rid of this shit. But there's going to be those old heads and those people who believe in, oh, you can't get rid of the movie experience and you can't get, fuck you. The theaters were not uh, doing anything for it's. I already went through this finger banging and making out in the dark. I'm an adult now. I can do it at my house. <laughs> I don't care. Right. But I think that our personal ignorance is going to keep these theaters open even well after the fact that we've already decided we can no longer af- to afford to keep them open. Okay. John. Um, I kind of agree with both of you on this. I, I think that, Yes, on one end, I do think that the movie theater experience doesn't need to be had. However, I also do think that, like Jordan said, people, well, people enjoy, some people enjoy the movie theater experience. I don't know why. I don't get it. (laughs) Um, But, and especially because I used to work in a movie theater. So, like, I don't really mean, like... There's yeah. nothing to enjoy. It's just the fact that you're watching a movie and you can do that at home now. Right. So to me, there's no fucking reason to go to a movie theater. <laughs> um, but I do understand that idea of going out for a night, going to dinner, going to see a movie or, you know, change that order or whatever. You know, like um, I think uh, I don't think that there is a need here in America anymore for it. I don't know if maybe it's different somewhere else mm. you know what i mean like but here there's no reason for it right theaters are like racism we're trying to get rid of the shit there's nothing viable about it but old heads are trying to keep it alive for whatever really just compared the theater industry to racism <laughs> what the fuck what the <laughs> Wow. The one thing I'm going to go ahead and say here is that I'm okay with the death of the theater uh, for the probably the one and only point we didn't bring up. And it's probably the most important, especially nowadays where safety and health are uh, a a big concern and and should, should always really be a concern. Uh, with the death of the theater, we now see the disappearance of sticky floors. And I'm okay <laughs> with watching a film and not having my sneakers stick to the fucking floor. The floors, yeah. So, oh my God. if there's anything we've said on the show tonight to convince you guys, the listeners, that the theater and the movie theater industry is okay to go... That should be the one point that everyone can agree on. <laughs> that should be it right then and there. Um, all right, guys. I think we have managed to say all we can say as far as all of this is concerned. Uh, and like I said earlier, listen, to you guys out there that are sitting here and wondering what the fuck we're even talking about. If you have something to say, whether agreeing or disagreeing with anything that we've brought up on tonight's show, please make sure you find us on social media and let us know about it because we love to hear what you guys have to say. So find us on Twitter 
at Party Up Tweets. Find us on Instagram at the Party Up Podcast and search for us on Facebook by typing in the Party Up Podcast. You can find our page, find our group, and let us know. Are we completely crazy to think half the things that we think? Are you on board with what we have to say? You let us know. And we'd be happy to have a conversation with you guys on our social media about it. Don't forget that coming real soon, as soon as uh, I am off puppy duty, I'm going to uh, get to work on all of the amazing content we have set up for the release of our very own YouTube channel. Uh, Moving forward, like we had mentioned at the beginning of the show, you're going to see silly shit like the Spicy Ramen Challenge go down since we didn't hit... 50k uh, plays for the year 2020 uh you're gonna see the just the beautiful beautiful story of one man seeking to eat his body weight in hot pockets uh it's just gonna be a plethora of amazing content and silly backwards (laughs) bullshit that you don't want to miss out on so as soon as that becomes Uh, available to the public you guys will hear it first on our social media links so make sure you guys follow us there and uh as far as internet content is concerned both john and jordan are always putting out fantastic stuff so uh jordan why don't you let the listeners know how they can find you and how they can keep up with everything you're contributing to the internet on Instagram, you find me at Jordan7, that is S-E, the number 7, E-N. And then the Instagram I have for all of my YouTube and content creation stuff is 7TV Official. That 7 is spelled the exact same way. And then you search up 7TV on YouTube and you can find all the glorious videos that I made and all the ones that I'm going to be making after upgrading all of my camera equipment this week. Oh, hell yeah. That's Ooh. right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> new, new year, new Jordan. Let's go. New year, same Jordan, different perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Intriguing. Uh, <laughs> John, how about you, man? How can people follow you and uh, keep track of all the wonderful things you also contribute to the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at somebeardy2love. That's the number two, not spelled out. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash sb2l. Uh, you can go to gamingaccessweekly.com uh, for some of your favorite news, reviews, and editorials on your favorite video games. Uh, you can go to blog.gfuel.com to find some of my writing there as well. And you can also go to fablebeardco.com. Uh, and type in coupon code SB2L15 for 15% off your whole cart to get your new year, new beard ready to go. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fantastic, gentlemen. All right, guys. Thank you so much yet again for tuning in to this brand new episode of the Party Up podcast. Uh, We truly, truly appreciate every single one of you out there taking the time to enjoy the show uh, like I had posted on uh, New Year's Day, if you follow us on Instagram and our other social sites, uh, if even for a moment we managed to make you guys laugh, uh, have a, a moment of just getting your head out of the craziness of the world and just managing to give you guys some form of entertainment, if even for a second, uh, we're happy that we managed to do that, we hope, and uh, we're excited to provide that to you moving forward for the rest of 2021 so uh here's to the new year 
And just thank you a, a thousand times over for continuing to listen and share the show. Uh, make sure you guys tune in next week where I think we're going to have a little bit of a discussion about Jordan's issues with anime. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to dive into some of these these deep-seated troubles that he's been having recently. Let's fucking go, fellas. 2021. Let's Woo! kick its ass. Uh, I've yeah. been your host, Derek Big Masso, for John, for Jordan. We will see you guys next time on the Party Up Podcast. Take care, everybody. Bye. Goodbye and good night from my big stinky dick. <laughs> oh, fucking redo that. You <laughs> You're not going to let me go sign off like that? No, fuck you. That's disgusting. Make a real fucking 2021. <laughs> Goodbye. That's literally how I would change do it. your fucking attitude. Change yourself. <laughs> 2021. Let's go, baby. Woo. <laughs>